0: and what's going on everybody it is coach reg adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach gang for being in here being involved to being active on this youtube channel and welcome to monday night crimson capsules the longest episodic the, l- the longest running episodic program here on youtube consistently on monday move to monday from monday afternoon into monday night what's going on with me hey, i don't even have my light sign up there anyway we don't need no sign all right, Kaylee didn't turn my sign on, so we're not on the air. Anyway, blessings to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody trying to super chat. Shout out to everybody on the Coach Greg Adams channel. The flagship, or, oh, although they punctured a hole in the ship over there. All right, we don't mind over there. Uh, shout out to you guys, man. We got a great topic. We're going to cover parental alienation and the Kanye West situation where he apparently allegedly was not invited to his four-year-old daughter's birthday party and this brings up an opportunity for you to know what parental alienation is and if you haven't heard of it it's probably when your mama said your daddy ain't ish all right Mm -hmm. but it's a little more extended to that and many of you young men have grown up hearing one of your 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 mama or one of your mama's relatives say your daddy ain't ish Mm -hmm. all right many men have grown up with bitter mamas I'm sorry, with uh, many of you guys have grown up thinking that you have had absent fathers, but all you had was a bitter baby mama. All right. And now a lot of you guys will end up being son husbands, ultimately becoming the man that uh, you become the man that your mother needs that she couldn't get from another man. All right. E- namely, your father. All right. So um, but this is not going to be an episode where we just accuse women of parental alienation. We're going to uh, come to have a come to Jesus moment parental alienation is definitely committed by both parents at times and parental alienation can be mildly done it could be full out severe brainwashing abuse etc you can lose custody by committing parental alienation and we're going to give you some examples of when parents try to make the other parent the bad person the bad guy uh, ultimately most of the time this happens with men and a lot of times when women commit parental alienation against baby's fathers or their ex-husbands it gets swept under the rug all right oftentimes because people don't want to confront the mother and say that ain't right all right but if you were to do something against the baby's mama oh that's your mom, child's mother how dare you do something like that all right so these things happen so we're going to call you we're going to call this case to attention and we're going to use Kanye West's testimony although the uh Kardashians unfortunately they didn't give their testimony on this so we're just going to go with the facts that Kanye has unfortunately i mean it's not the best way to do things but we're going to use the information he gave us and we're going to talk about how uh, this type of alienation is common, common, especially when mothers do this against fathers. All right. And you should watch out for the signs of this. So you wanted to get married. You wanted to get married, right? Uh, you got married, you had kids, and then now you're in a breakup, broken home situation. Well, it just doesn't end there. It just doesn't end with child and alimony. Then you go through years of parental alienation and this type of abuse is hard to prove it's hard to prove but uh one of the things you can be vigilant about is recording said alienated alienation events documenting it which men don't do because you're clumsy as hell all right you think you could just go in there and talk to the judge you need documentation and you need to file um you need to file um you need to file affidavits um talking about legal documents talking about this and documented it to hang to help uh hang your spouse but men are sloppy Men are sloppy as hell, <laughs> all right. I mean, you guys think you're going to win in court. One of the reasons why men don't win in court, because you're sloppy. All right, you don't know how the legal process works. You're going to cry and, and think you're going to go go in there and talk to the judge. And then eventually, you don't get what you want because you don't follow the procedures of the law, of the chessboard system that they call the ship. All right, which you join, which you volunteer for, you volunteered for. And then when you don't understand how to play the system, uh, you get you get torn up, you get pounded out. And then not only that, you're not, you're not, um, you're not vigilant and you're, you, you let things go far too long. So then you'll let four or five, ten parental alienation events happen. And then you go into the court and the the judge says, uh, the, the judge says, uh, when was the last time an event happened? And you, you, you say, um, Oh, like, uh, you know, five years ago, a year ago, that's too late. It's too late. To, it's too late to, to, um, to try to report on these because it wasn't something that just happened and the judge can actually rule against her and pun- penalize the parent. They're like, you put up with that for a year. Well, that's your problem. All right. Um, and now your kids are already used to the situation. They're not going to switch custody in that situation. You need to go in there. When you, when there's something like this happens, you need the document file, file affidavits with the court, make sure the court knows immediately punish the parent. Okay. It, it is crazy. And I listen, I had a lawyer uh, that I hired dress, undress me, or dress me up and down on that issue because I let all this BS come up. And then I went to the lawyer, and the lawyer was like, Why are you coming now? All right. She did, she's like, It's too late. All right. She was like, You need to get on it when it happens. You can't wait to five, six years and all these incidences pile up and then go into the court. It, it doesn't work that way. All right. So anyway, let's get into these super chats and then get on this alleged event. Shout, shout out to I am chief is in the building. He says the Democrats did a poll. The Democrats mm. did a poll to consider people uh, putting unvaccinated people in the house arrest in prison or in concentration camps. Is this possible? Uh, it ain't going to happen. All right. I, it ain't going to happen. I think I think the Democrats are going to have to come off ease off of these mandates and ease off in this this push to get people back. Because they got 2022 and 2024 elections, so you're gonna see. This is Coach Redman's prediction. Now, all right. Even though, even though they're in full effect, um, they're gonna have to back off their plan to injectionate everybody because they have an election. They gotta get. They, I mean, they're they're already predicted to have a red wave to get trampled. Uh, although they do have mail in balling, you never count a Democrat out. They are the kings and queens of election allegedly fraud. Um, they will pull some rabbits out of hats, all right. Now, with that being said, they can't go into these elections, still want to injectionate everybody. I don't think they can do that and expect to uh make up ground, all right. They may ha- they already have their contingencies of sheeple that will follow them no matter what, all right. But you got 2022, and depending on what happens in 2022, we'll see what their strategy is in 2024. Uh, the injectionation people they're gonna, they gonna have to back up off of that, all right. And so, you do going to have some really rabid people um out here still trying to uh uh shame people for not getting injectionated which doesn't make sense i mean say i get injectionated today what happens nothing i still got to go through one two three four and five other boosters so nothing happens i get injectionated right now i'm not happy (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that happens but i think if we pulled them a year ago Absolutely. There will be some people that would be on board with that. Not surprised anymore. Henry. Hi. Shout out to Henry out in South Korea. Appreciate you, my brother. Isaac author says Gumps and 304s will make all kind of excuses for alienating a father, but won't ask the child if they would like to see him on their birthday. Um, Again, the only way women will get away with this is because, number one, they're seen to be they're seen as being the better parent. The man and I'm gonna explain how what the catch-22 is. All right, with this strategy that allegedly the Kardashians use against Kanye, I'll tell you how men get caught up in this one. But yeah, uh, what happens is Gumps or 304s or other people, relatives, they'll feel uncomfortable about it, and they'll 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 you know uh, the Kardashians allegedly Kim might play or women in this situation might play a certain tune, and then these people were like, well, you know, I don't want to get caught in the middle. And they'll attend the birthday party instead of standing up for the father and going, no, this ain't right. Now, again, let's flip the shoe. Put this put Kanye in the shoes of Kim and he invites everybody to uh, his daughter's birthday party. Do you think people would show up if they knew the Kardashians were not invited? I mean, it would be a stark difference in the crowd if Kanye drummed up his own party. I'm going to give you an example of this. He makes his own party. Probably half the people show up, if that, if they knew Kim would not be there, but they knew Kanye would not be there. They they probably could smell it in the air that he was not going to be there and they still showed up. All right. Shout out to Nick Broussard. He says, you want the free agent lifestyle. You want peace, quiet, freedom, freedom. You better work, Mitch. You need to work, man. Shout out to you on that one. I'm the author of the free agent lifestyle. Pick that book up. That's going to be the manual for the men's survival guide in the 2020 and beyond. All right. So. Uh, you better work, Mitch. You better work, and you better get your bag and run. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> uh-huh, you gotta get your bag and run. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> oh, yes, man. Be real, mahogany, mass formation, psychosis is in the air. Uh, you guys have been definitely abused over the last couple of years if you've been consuming mass media. Um, It is what it is. These are psychological and sociological. Soci- Sociology, sociological um, events that they've been playing on your head, tap dancing on your head. And you've been falling for a hook, line, and sinker in here.
1: I got money. All right,
0: shout out to you. Let's get into this show. Let's break all of this down. Um, some of you guys have never heard of parental alienation. You're like, what in the hell is that? But again, if you come from a broken home, odds are you have had some form of parental alienation committed against you. Meaning you were abused by one of your parents or one of your relatives uh, with them indoctrinating you with the belief that your parent the other parent was no good. So that's basically what happens. One parent says the other parent is no good and uh, they will put the they will use the hero syndrome, I'm the better parent, I'm the hero. Both men and women do this one, but women get away with it far much. Um, I'm the better parent, you should hate this other parent this parent didn't write you. They don't call you. They don't say they love you. Now, some of it may be true. Some of it may may not be true. And the kid get caught in the catch 22 as long as, as, as well as the dad. So what will happen is the kid doesn't have a phone. The kid doesn't check the mailbox. The kid doesn't do any of these things. And then they find out years later, oh, you were sending me birthday cards. My mother never gave it to me. All right. You called on my birthday. My mother never gave me the phone. All right. And so these things could happen. Oh, my dad came to the house during my birthday party. Oh, uh, one of the uncles handled the business and he chased them off the block. So these things could happen. Let me give you an idea what the catch 22 is as, as we're talking about it. Check out this article here. Check out this article here. So this article of is, is of Sierra and future well-documented case of uh, a baby daddy, right? A baby daddy and a baby mama. Uh, all too common in the hood when you carry before you marry. And then eventually they select the thugs and then they want the good man afterwards.
1: And that's you.
0: And so what happened was Sierra says right here, this is an older article. This is not new. It says Sierra uh, says uh, Future's blowing off our son and it's hurting him. So she's using Future's lack of picking up the child, keeping to the custody schedule, showing up for birthday parties, uh, buying gifts, etc., etc. And she's saying it's hurting him. All right. It's hurting him. It's damaging him. And and she knows this is an easy way to to get a little bit more sympathy in the court of public opinion. And also it gets sympathy for the child because the child gets to say, well, then the dad's not part of the uh, child's life. So then she says right here, Sierra calls out future for skipping visits with the son now. For all intents and purposes, we don't know if Future made any attempts. She's just saying that he blew him off. Now, Future could have blown off the child or she could have made it difficult for Future to see the child, which she's not admitting to. Okay, she's just coming out saying, oh, he ain't coming. He didn't pick up on time. Well, she showed up for six o'clock pickup. It was 6.01 and she bailed. And then he called and said, hey, I was five minutes late. And she said, I don't care. All right. These are all alleged, by the way. And now she's getting sympathy from the good men.
1: And that's
0: you. Oh, he deserve a baby. These kids deserve a father in their lives and all that stuff. And so uh, she keeps this ball in the air. Now, what happens is that's damned if you don't. That's the scenario of damned if you don't. Now watch this. Damned if you do. Kanye West wants to go to the birthday party. but she makes, But Kim allegedly makes it difficult for Kanye to show up. You see what I mean? You see what happens here? So now Kanye's reaching out to the public, the court of public opinion. And he's going, I want to see my kid. Now Kim won't let me. So Kim knows that if Kanye does not make that video, which, which we'll show you, if Kanye doesn't make the video, Kim gets to go to the court of public opinion like Sierra does and say, well, I had a birthday party for my daughter and Kanye did not show up. Mm. Do you see what's happening here? You see what's happening here? If Kanye doesn't call attention to this, Kim gets to say, hey, everybody. Kanye had the uh, Kanye had the address. Kanye knew Kanye blew off the birthday party. You see what I mean? This is the damned if you do, damned if you don't. This is the caught in the, you you caught in the middle. Catch 22, right? Catch 22. So this is a game that is played against men and it is played against men for a long time. He don't want to see the kid. But then when he comes to see the kid, he got to deal with all kind of bullshit, okay? He got to get the, oh, the kid ain't ready yet. Come back in an hour. Oh, you were two minutes late. I left. You see what I meant? You see what I mean? So this is why Kanye did what he should have done, was call attention to it, was call attention to it. So let me go over statistics here. It says right here, statistics, which is hard to keep. Warning signs reveal harsh reality of parental alienation syndrome. Um, it says parental alienation kills. It kills families. It kills relationships. It kills people. Government teacher Rob McCall wrote about his experience with the topic in his book, For the Love of Eric, After his son, Eric McCall, was deleted by his mother uh, before she took her own life eight years ago. (laughs) Goodness. Now, McCall travels to conventions around the U.S. to uh, tell his story about overcoming parental alienation and how to stop it. Parental alienation is the type is typically found amid a divorce or separation or is defined as the psychological manipulation by one parent to make the child or child afraid or hostile towards the other parent okay men and women do but they do this even if we'll we'll get into what could be considered it says some will call it parental alienation some will call it parental alienation syndrome some will call it attachment based parental alienation i call it codependency the 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 mom no longer is definitely not going to find another man odds are she's not and then she creates this attachment to the kid and which he's the loving parent. She's going to show that she loves the parent more than ever. On the father's side, if he does this, he's going to show that he's the fun parent. All right, I I buy the things for you. The mom ain't buying the things. She's using his child support money and alimony to buy the things half the time, half the time. But then he buys the kids stuff. He he takes them to Disneyland type of deal. All right, look at me. I celebrate me. I'll take my kids out to Chuck E. Cheese and dinner. All right. And then oftentimes people will say you're such a good father, right? You're such a good father. And then in the middle of that, why did your wife leave you if you were such a good dad? So this could be type type parental alienation type thing here. But it also could be used by the father to defend against parental alienation. So I'll talk about that if I don't remember. So a lot of times a father knows he's going to have parental alienation and he'll overcompensate. He'll give them hell of a big Christmases. He'll take them to hell of events. He'll take them to basketball games. He'll show them on Facebook, uh, absent the mother. And then he'll, he'll do that to overcome the BS the mother's telling the rest of the world on Facebook. Yeah. All right, so these are some things that happen. And then as predicted, the mother will be jealous of this type of thing and then we'll call him a Disneyland dad. She'll minimize what he's doing. And she, she'll take, she'll take you to court and won't acknowledge that you do all of these things. Oh, he doesn't do all, she won't mention that. She'll mention one little thing that pissed her off and then she'll, and then you'll have to go into court. Hey, I'm Disney dad. Right. And I take care of my kids. See, it's an evil thing. It's an evil thing that goes on uh, with this thing here. And it says, according to the American Psychological Association, 40 to 50 percent of marriages end in divorce. And according to science data, one out of four children involved in a divorce experience, experience parental alienation, one out of four, 25 percent. And it says you as a kid want uh, to love both mom and dad when they are, uh, McCall says, when they are telling you, if you love me, you will hate them. So a lot of times parents will say that. Do you love me more? um you want me more the kid wants me more the kid doesn't want to go over dad's house the kid is depressed when they go over dad's house the kid doesn't have toys when they go over dad's house the kid doesn't have shoes and they don't have clothes when they go over dad's house but she's creating scenarios where it's difficult for the dad to have shoes and clothes okay because he's broke after the divorce right now he see that's what happens post divorce you're struggling You might live in your car. You might live in a studio apartment. Oh, see, he doesn't play. He had not have a place uh, for the kids to sleep. He doesn't have a place for the kids. He doesn't have toys over there. He doesn't have shoes. He doesn't have this. You know what I mean? It's definitely a tactic that they use. And people know it because the court of public opinion will help them. And so, what eventually will happen also is CPS will get involved. The CPS will get involved. She'll be like, oh, call CPS because you live in a studio apartment. You got two or three kids, uh, no place for them to sleep, really. And then the food cupboard is lacking. And she knows that. And so she'll sick the CPS on you. Oh, do a uh, do an investigation on their property, on his dad's property. And then they'll be like, oh, you don't have enough chicken noodle soup and peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) Okay. You don't have enough bread here. You don't have enough this and that. And so the mother knows this. This is the stems from the breakup. It stems from the divorce. And this is just the next phase. This is just the next domino that falls. Um, It says here, it's not male only or female only. McCall says it's evenly divided. It's not a race issue. It's not a religious issue. The only demographic that I found in common that the LNA has is that they tend to have more money. All right. um. That's his opinion on that one. I don't know about that one. So let's take the Kanye West situation. Let's play the video. Let's play the video of what he's talking about. We need to take it. We got to take it at face value. All right. We don't hear the other side. We're going to hear what's complaining about right here. Uh, fair use. Wishing my one. daughter a public. By the way, Vanglorious, this is protected by the red, the black. Wait a minute. That's the wrong podcast. That's my pro black podcast. Um, you're gonna hear two voices, and one of one of the voices is uh his uh Siri, right? His direction. So he's getting directions. I don't know where. So you're gonna hear that in the background. Don't get distracted by it.
1: Yeah, I'm in just wishing my one, daughter a public right. happy birthday. I wasn't allowed to know where her party was. There's nothing legal They're saying that these are the kind of games that's being played at the light is the kind of thing right that really has on. affected my health for the longest. Uh, and I'm just not playing. I'm not letting, I'm taking control of my narrative this So yeah, he's, he's, uh, I get what he's doing here. He's, he's trying to get out ahead of this
0: before she pulls the Sierra card on him. Though he don't want to be here. So yeah, he's, he's trying to get ahead of it. And, um, um, he's doing a public birthday, (laughs) uh, happy birthday to his daughter. I've been in a situation where I had to go find my kid who was, um, my, who on his birthday this was the first birthday when we separated on his birthday was with the nanny and I found them in a park, right? I found them in a park. I drove around the whole neighborhood and we celebrated happy birthday with the nanny. The nanny was like, Oh, hell this is, this is because she was at her little job. I was paying for this babysitter nanny type deal. And so I found them in a park. I don't know how the hell I found them. Right. And so I end up doing the happy birthday there, taking pictures. My kid still remembers that birthday but they don't remember, he doesn't remember what the situation was. And I'll tell you something else about this too. This
1: year, I'm being the father, the best father, the yay version of a father. And I'm, I'm not finna let this happen. And we're Have gonna be in real time Take a slight right turn onto I-405 right North. Chicago, happy birthday. I love you. And I'm just putting this online cause I need y'all support. I didn't call Kim, text the nannies. I got on the phone with Tristan. He he said he asked Chloe, "Won't well, nobody give me the address to my daughter's birthday party right now?" That's going.
0: Now you might be asking, why should he go to the birthday party? Is that considered parental alienation? Well, we're going to go through some things that might where this might cover be covered in parental alienation, especially if he's reaching out and no one's intentionally giving him the address. The other side of that is if he's going to go over there and be an asshole, then. Then, like, if he has an, a history of going over there, being an a hole, and causing tension and embarrassing the child when there's two parents present, then, then it goes back in the uh, Kim's lap, right? It goes back in the Kim's side of the category. However, I don't think that's the case. There's no restraining order. You know, Ka- Kanye is who he is. He's going to be who he is. But there's no restraining order. There's no incidences that prove that he will be. Uh, cause embarrassment to the child. So there's no reason why he calls up two, three, four people and they're avoiding giving him the address. Okay, let's continue on. Oh, by the way, I'll I'll, I'll give you that later. Let's go ahead and finish.
1: And print in her mind that I wasn't there for her. You get what I'm saying? Right, though, like, so let me, let me play that again. Let me play that, that again. That's wasn't important. wasn't there for her. He, that
0: was an important point.
1: He asked Chloe, won't nobody give me the address to my daughter's birthday party right now. And that's going to imprint. In her mind that i wasn't there for
0: her there it is right there so that's what he's concerned about he's concerned about that played more and he knows that's the play card that they're using because the the child, let's just say this the child might not care that he's not there at that moment however if this is a cycle that's going to continue and she he kanye allows her to play this card eventually Kim can say, "Hey, you know your dad hasn't showed up for your last two birthday parties, baby. Up, oh, you know what I mean? So he's trying to put it into it now for her to not play that card. And this is just his first attempt. There's going to be more, and I'll show you that too.
1: You get what I'm saying? Like I ain't, this uh, this I was supposed to be in Miami recording my album. I'm my whole schedule is." all based around me being able to take my kids to school, me being there for them, making sure that I'm in their life. That's the whole point of having money. They take so many fathers just throughout America. They've been taking the fathers out of the homes purposely, so I'm speaking up. I'm using my voice to say, this ain't going to keep happening. This narrative ain't not going to happen.
0: Now, oftentimes, black men are the most uh, sensitive to this issue because we've already been shown by the media as to not be active fathers for instance sierra and future so black men oftentimes if they don't want to be painted in this light they'll go overboard and be extra vigilant about not being in this light not being painted in this light all right and so um that's what he's doing he's being vigilant and he doesn't want to see as the the father that doesn't care and a broken home father especially in in an interracial relationship so you had that component in in a racial relationship now he is really trying to be not the father that is absent of the family so that then the other race of family which they're not white they're armenian um the other race of family can't play that card and put that put that in the child's head or at least put that in the public okay um, so uh, that's what Kanye's doing here, and most fathers I'm gonna just let you know Kanye West is allegedly a billionaire and he's going through some ish that you go through in Columbus, Ohio. Mm. Yeah, somebody just said it, Nick Uplands just said it money can't save you. Gentlemen, I want you to listen to this and listen good. If you're in this situation, money doesn't help you, and when the woman starts playing this card, this catch 22, money can't help you. All right. No, 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 no. They're white. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You guys. Oh, boy. Hell. Anyway. White is an American term. <laughs> All right. White is an American term. All right. Y'all so y'all so caught up in y'all so caught up in race. I love it. I don't love it. I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a flaw. I think it's a character flaw, but that's neither here or there.
1: It's a lot of people that's not in a position where they ain't got no voice when people be playing games like this. Baby mamas be playing games. The grandmama be playing games like this. And it's like, as y'all know, they ain't finna play like that with, with me.
0: So uh, there he is right there. And there's Rick Ross Santorini Green. Great video, by the way. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and pop that off. So that's where it stood. And at that point, Kanye West eventually gets to the party. All right they get to the party so let's find out how Kanye gets to the birthday party and I think he gets to the party with some help all right let's go ahead and pop up here
1: yo I'm so happy right now I just came from shy's party and I just gotta shout out to Travis Scott for sending me the address and the time and making sure that I was able to spend the spend that birthday memory with my Daughter to be there with the rest of the family, and I just saw everybody. It was, uh, you know, Chris and Corey and Kylie. Kylie let me in right when I got to the spot because the security, you know, stopped me once again when I got there. And, you know, it's just a matter of just having a conversation, open dialogue, and it was just everyone just had a great time. And I'm just really happy that I could be there for my children. I just want to thank everybody for their support in this situation you know just let me just calmly and legally take control of my narrative oh i know we disagree uh people have different opinions on a lot of different things that i do but with this one this is my main focus my life centers around my children and i just had a great time today thank you everybody for their support
0: all right so he didn't get to the party. Allegedly, Travis Scott, <laughs> Travis, Scott. Mm. Travis Scott bailed out uh, Kanye in this situation. Travis Scott's going to hear it. I'm not sure what daughter he's with. He's with uh, Kylie, I believe. Yeah, I think he's the baby daddy of Kylie. Look at this damn balloon here. Um, and so uh, Travis Scott lets the cat out of the bag, right? So I'm not sure he's catching hell from the women over there. How dare you? And so there's him at the party. Um, what the hell does he have on? <laughs> what the hell does he have on? Uh let's see here. There's kit there and there's Chris. There's the the monster in law. The monster in law is there. They're seeing cavorting. Oh, what happened? What I didn't share the screen? Oh shit. Sorry. What happened? Who, who pressed the non-share the screen button? All right. Give me an L buzzer. All right, so there's, there's, I don't know what happened there. Maybe you guys heard the audio. So there it is right there. Uh, so there it is right here. There's, there's, there's a, uh, there's, there's Kanye West and Kris Jenner. um, And there's Travis Scott right there. There's public enemy number one, public enemy number one. Let me see here. And there's the baby and we don't show the babies here. We don't show the babies. Uh, That's a very extravagant birthday party. Uh, they got a doll, black Barbie doll. We don't show the babies here. It ain't about the babies here. It's about the parents. And so there you have the situation right there. So yeah, man, interesting story. Uh, Travis Scott did bail them out, bail them out in that situation. Oh my God. Sorry, man. Let me, let me pop off this screen. Cause every time I press a button, it, it starts playing stuff. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to pull up something here. Oh, I was pulling up. What was I pulling up? Oh, let's see here. Oh, they. Uh, d- d- <laughs> what the uh, this is a tactic being used. That's just all it is right there. I bet you everybody that's saying Armenians are white can't even find Armenia on a map. All right. If it was not labeled, I guarantee you, you can't. And show me what country's next to it. All right. Show me the name, three surrounding countries next to Armenia. All right. Armenians have most of the population of Armenians have Christian and I believe have Muslim. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, um, they do have a Christian population there and they do have a Muslim population, if I'm not mistaken. So it's almost down the line, 50, 50. All right. I know I can tell, I can tell, I know, right. I know where it is. All right. I know where it is. All right. But these fools don't know where it is. They don't know where it is. They will, they will swear up and down, uh, what, what is all right. Anyway, uh, that's neither here or there. So, uh, in this situation here, Kanye West is trying to prevent that, and this is going to be common. You're going to experience this. You're going to experience this, so you better be prepared. Uh, I'm going to give you some examples of it and then uh, run the super chats. Run the super chats. Oh, this is what I want to show you. You can lose custody of your kids if it is proven that you have committed parental alienation. Okay? And in this case Matt Barnes had a wife named uh what was her name? The wife's name it begins with a G. Gloria Govin. Gloria Govin. His wife did something uh where where uh they he she showed up to the school and disrupted a custody exchange. He showed up to the school and disrupted a custody exchange. And then in that case, I believe there was some sort of situation where um there was some back and forth tearing back of the kid. And a lot of times when that happens, it embarrasses the kid. And then she'll say, you're embarrassing the kid. She'll make you feel like you're embarrassing the kid. Okay. And then when you, when you, uh, in order to look like you're not embarrassing the kid, it's a shaming tactic to get you to let go of the child. All right. Even if you have full uh, custodial rights, she'll create a scene and then she'll say, you're embarrassing the kid. Meanwhile, She's embarrassing the kid. Think about the kids. You should think about the kids. You're embarrassing the kids. And she's the one embarrassing the kid. And in this situation, Matt Barnes stood his ground, and he said he spent about a million dollars to try to get this case uh, finished. And so at this point, he does now have 50-50 custody, but she lost custody because she created a scenario most men would have gave up. All right, they would have gave up and then let her take the kid, and then he would have had to fight her in court. So in this case, it says weeks after ex-wife was arrested for alleged child endangerment, Matt Barnes was awarded sole custody. Guys, ladies, ladies, you can lose custody of your kids if you do stuff like this. Parental alienation. You can lose custody of your kids. I was in a situation where if you were an early viewer of mine, one of my first videos was on my ex-wife causing a scene at my daughter's tennis tournament. Okay? Okay. And it was on YouTube for a while. My my ex-wife took me to court after I recorded, posted this video. And um, she took me to court to try to get me punished for it. And she was about to lose custody. And she pulled back. She got some legal consult on it. And they saw the video. And they said, if you show that video to the judge, you're going to lose custody of your kids. And she had to drop the case. Mm. Because you can't do stuff like that in public. So one of the best defenses you can have is recorded right here. And it says right here what happened in the situation. Um, it says right here he wants to former a basketball wife given a no contact order, but is requesting that if she gets visitation, it will be court monitored. The document asked the court for her to stay 100 yards away from the kids, the kid's father and the kid's school. And he got all of that. All right. She was arrested Friday day uh, before Labor Day weekend on charges of felony child endangerment after an argument with Barnes at their child school. Guys, you guys are you guys are put up with far more than that at your child school. You guys are put up with embarrassment at your child school. Okay. You guys are put up with embarrassment. All she did was argue and try to take the kids, and she lost custody. We're told that Barnes is uh, scheduled custody. Scheduled custody with the couple's ex-twins as part of a court order. But Govan showed up after school to pick them up for Labor Day weekend. Well, she must have not read the parenting agreement. After Barnes challenged Coven's custody, she allegedly became up extremely upset, followed Barnes' vehicle, and allegedly put Barnes and the children in fear of their lives with aggressive driving maneuvers. After police was called, Govan was arrested for child endangerment. This is how vigilant you got to be. And guys, they will use the school as a buffer, as a referee when they're losing their minds. Okay. They're losing their minds. They're losing edge. They will use the school as the court of public opinion. And then they will say, well, the kid can't go with the father this day. And the kid, see, guys, one more thing the school does not arbitrate or proctor your parenting agreement. I'm trying to get the right word. The school doesn't make sure you monitor your parenting agreement and if any school official does that record them if any school does that if any got if any um uh not uh not um if any school lunch lady if any school recess monitor if any bus driver if anybody says they're going to not let you see your kid after school daycare teacher principal assistant principal you immediately record them and tell them that you're trying to Officiate and relegate the custody agreement, which they can't do. It is an administer. It is not their job. They cannot do it. Okay. They cannot do it. They do not get to do that. Now, they can keep it on record. If something gets out of hand, they can call the police, but they can't say, You can't have your kids. You can't. They can't do it because. Even though they might have it on record, what the court agreement is, it is not their place to officiate between, the enforce. Thank you. The word is enforce. I'm trying to figure out the word on the fly. They don't enforce, They don't get to enforce it. They can't do it. All right. And I figured that out at, at some particular point, and I was going to take people, I was about to sue everybody's ass. And I had a lawyer calling up this after school daycare program that was trying to tell me I could not visit or see my kids. They was about to get torn up in the pieces, all right? And they had to back off. So if that does happen, if that does happen, you need to be vigilant about it and you need to go take her to court. Oh, no. Especially if you were in the right, okay? If you you had a custody agreement and she walked on you. This is why I always tell you, get a custody agreement. Never just have it by word. Always get a custody agreement. Let's go to the super chats. This might be a very short show. All right, uh, let's see here. Lorenzo Mitchell. Lorenzo Mitchell, thank you for your super chat. DG Seymour, thank you, sir. Isaiah Author says, Coach, stop bringing the facts. You are giving me flashbacks to my childhood. Oh, man. Uh, if you grew up with a broken home back in the 80s or 90s, your father, you guys need to go talk to your fathers. I need. I need everybody to go talk to their fathers. You need to talk to your fathers because odds are your father dealt with some bullshit with your baby mama. Odds are, I'm not saying that all fathers were good. A lot of fathers back then, the they just backed the hell up. You have the kid, right? Back in the 80s and probably the early 90s, fathers were like, man, you. And then they immediately got hit with the, oh, he wasn't there. He left. He left and married another biot. And I hate that B. Okay. All right. But um, I'll guarantee you, uh, your mother probably went after your dad with a tire iron. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, your mother probably went in and, and snatched out his hair, his afro, back in the day. Okay. In the middle of the street, in front of everybody, especially if your parents were young parents. That means under the age of 25. And it was a broken home. Yo mama put your daddy probably through some BS. All right. He probably was like, and back then think about father's rights. Very few. Now, father's rights. My ass. All right. Fathers were like, I ain't my name Bennett. I ain't in it. You have the kid. He probably got raked over the child support court. Um, I would say men my age. If you had a father, odds are he went through some BS. All right. Some of them were trash uh that that's mate selection all right <laughs> but i grew up with the kanye defense of i ain't going to be paying it like that you ain't playing that you ain't playing me like that and uh once you let a few of these go it's going to be hell to pay all right it was easy for the fathers would just get the hell out of there yeah there was a there was a lady that had a there was an episode like on uh family court one of those court shows in which, you know, some lady was saying, the dad ain't never do this, and the dad ain't never do that. And he did this to the kid. And then, come to find out, she was the one out there, the one keeping the kid away from the dad. River Baker says, mom took me off. Mom took me and ran off into the woods to live in a bus with no running water, electricity, or plumbing. Grandma tried CPS to take me, but they wouldn't. Different if, my, if it were my dad, which she ran off before my birth. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, they would never have they would never let a father do something like that. Rarely ever like, oh, the father took off with the kid and they live in a actually, I know a father actually going through something like that. Which the he he got with a rich blue chip woman and he's kind of I guess his father's rich, but, you know. And I guess they went on a ski trip and slept in the car. (laughs) All right, boy, they was in court the next week. You know what I mean? They slept in the car instead of getting the hotel. It was off the chain. But if the mom did that all, oh, we ran out of gas. d Mahogany, another result of a man trying to domesticate a wild horse, See God and commit to the free agent lifestyle for salvation. At this point, guys, if you get involved in this system, you're just a moron. All right? You nominated and volunteered yourself for this. Now, Kanye got, where did Kanye get married? All right, I don't know when Kanye got married, so he might get a pass. But, guys, you're volunteering for this situation. You're a moron. This is bound to happen to the clip of um, 50 60% plus, you know, one out of four kids. You're going to get it, man. And you're going to be crying. My baby mama won't let me see my kid. I'm right around here. Look, you ever see the pathetic ones where they – uh <laughs> the brother – He'd take a picture where he set out all the diapers and the formula and all the shit he done bought. he take a picture of it like he an Amazon deliverer. Look, look, Facebook. I'm dropping all formula, pampers, <laughs> pacifiers, baby shoes. You know them old white hard baby shoes you used to get in? <laughs> you used to wear them old white walking baby shoes. I dropped off baby shoes, clothes. You already know. Your kid's life is going to be a wreck from here on out. Your kids might as well just, hey, just, just send them to prison now. She's going to wreck them kids, and you're going to be a wreck. You you impregnated the wrong woman. If you're already broken up and you're dropping off baby diapers, hold <laughs> on. Mm. The Gerber food. That is sad as hell, bro. Hey, just buckle up for the long ride. Just pay the child support and leave that broad alone. I mean, you about to fight for nothing. She gonna go into court. I breastfeed this baby. He can't get on a supervised visit. I gotta find a, a picture of a guy who drops off all the, uh, a man drops off diapers. It's always the Diapers. Look, I put diapers. I bought diapers for my baby. I take care of my baby. <laughs> oh my God. And then she leave it there. She come out and kick the diapers and tear it all up and throw it away. There was a woman who there was a woman who dropped. Remember the birthday cake video? I gotta find all these videos, man. I should have had them up. This lady, uh, the man brought bought birthday cake for the for her son, and she threw destroyed the cake. <laughs> woman destroys birthday cake birthday cake. It's sad, man. He he just wanted to drop off a birthday cake. She tears it up. From yeah it was on Mr. It was on Mr. Palmer. Is he here? It was on Mr. Palmer's uh channel. Destroy's birthday cake from father. Let's see if I can find it. See if I can pull it up. Oh man. Anyway, this is some ghetto fabulous stuff man. Hey, if this is your kids, go ahead and just say just sign them up for prison. Don't sign them up for tu- tutoring or nothing. Don't sign them up for tutoring or nothing. Just sign them up for prison. your kid going to jail, game banging, all that stuff. Anyway, I can't find the videos. Uh, let's see here. Mr. Glucose Tristan didn't want to give Kanye the address. he's trying to stay on Chloe's good side after the whole baby thing, yeah, so he don't have any leverage. He's like, I ain't gonna mess up. But uh Travis Scott seems to not give a damn. All right. He gave it, but I think Travis Scott's not, you know, I don't think he's the brightest sh- uh tool in the shed. So he was like, huh? Yeah, okay, come on over. They like, no, 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 tell him, huh? What? Huh? Sir, scissor, what? Mm. Molly, what the hell? He was like, What? Is this Molly? Well, you don't want him to have the address? What? It's crazy. It's crazy. Y'all got you guys. All of you guys, you um, pass on legacy guys. All you creating the slaves, by the way. If you're not going to blue chip your kids and you're going to argue about Armenians being white, go ahead and send your kid to prison. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are Africans black? <laughs> like you Africans be sitting around. We black. Like, Africans aren't black. They'd be like, uh, no, we're Ethiopian. It's <laughs> like black. Y'all worry about that shit in America. We ain't got no time for all that shit. Like, this is a concept of America, everybody. Race is a concept of America. Uh, invented by all these goofballs, you know, they want to make all the segregations of races and the Caucasoid and the uh, homologoid and the Negroid and all this stuff. Man, ain't nobody care about all that. <laughs> they only do that in America. That's an American thing. Y'all be coming in here. people be coming from Iran. Oh, y'all white. People from Iran be like, what? <laughs> mm. We white? Yeah, y'all consider white because <laughs> people from Iran be like, like, how do we become white? We we from Iran. People <laughs> like, why y'all be segregated? Y'all be always want to put everybody. People from Puerto Rico be coming over. Da, da, ba, da, da, da. They be listening to that reggaeton. They be right. Reggaeton, 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 reggaeton. Y'all be like, y'all white. Mm. <laughs> They be like, okay. White. Somebody says you should go to Spain. They white. <laughs> I mean, they white. <laughs> it's in Europe. Like, go to Miami, bro. Go to Miami. You be running up, you be sitting in line, Starbucks line, looking at somebody looking like a full-on blonde and blue-eyed. And they pop out with the Spanish. If you from America, that messes your head up. You'd be like, because you're used to dark-skinned people speaking Spanish. It never occurs to you at one point that Spanish is a language. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a race or a location. Yeah, the Blancos. The Blancos. It will mess your ass up, them Spaniards. Or them Cubans. They be messing your head up. you like... The hell is going on here? (laughs) (laughs) Go to Mexico City. It's the same thing. Mexico City is the same thing. You go to Mexico City, you're like, the hell is going on here? I thought Mexicans were brown. (laughs) Mm. Spain is a country. Yes, it is a country. But Spanish is a language. Is is English a country? (laughs) Now we're going off there. Is English a country? Is English white? I mean, technically, is English a country? No, England is a country. England is a country, but it's English. It's English. English. England is a country. English could be a nationality, but it's also a language. Spoken worldwide. (laughs) It's spoken almost everywhere on the map. So if you speak English, where are you from? If you speak English, where are you from? I don't know. Somebody says, if you're not black or Asian, you're white. Yeah, that's American. That's an American mindset. I don't think no people have that worldwide for the most part. No.
1: Canada. (laughs) You're from Canada. All right.
0: Uh, where are we at? Short show today, by the way. Uh, <laughs> like it says, USA, duh. Yeah, you and like, English is spoken almost in a lot of places. Even first first language, English is spoken damn near everywhere. Uh, swing out museum, howdy, coach in the coach gang. Yes, indeed. Uh, Brown says, Raider Nation for life, foe, life, foe, life. All right, no matter what. We fired our GM, no matter what. Master A Music, you got to stop streaming so much. I can't keep up. He says, for real, though, much love, man. Your podcasts are great. Well, this will be a short one to catch up on today. Eric Powell says, parental alienation syndrome is real, usually perpetuated by malicious mothers. The courts will let it go far beyond because that's how they make money. Yeah, most of the time, the mom will not get punished, and then the man will get either reprimanded or punished. Um, the mother has to go overboard. The mother has to go overboard. Like the situation where, uh, Gloria Govin is putting the child in danger. That's the, that's the cases. And even then the mother will get a 50, 50 custody again. All right. And the mother could be on drugs or crack. All right. And then she'll get off the crack and they'll be like, how long you been off the crack? Six weeks. They'll give her custody of the kids again. The guys won't do that. Guys won't get that. If he ever does get off his custody schedule, very rarely will he come back on the custody schedule. All right, very rare. Halo strikes, inflation and desperation is getting real. Lady approached me at the grocery store and asked me to buy her the stores heated and uh, the store, buy her the stores, I'm not sure what that means, heated, and made barbecue ribs and I said no. Or is that meat. It says fistful of 20s is now a handful of ribs.
1: I got money.
0: It is unbelievable, guys. I've been having women approach me asking me for gas money, donut money, coffee money. Have you guys noticed the shelves? The shelves? Have you guys noticed the shelves? I want you to go to the grocery store. Look at the shelves, man. It's very sparse food there. Like, it's not a custom it's not a custom what you to to what you're used to. Uh, um let's see here. It's not a custom what you used to. Look at the shelves, man. It says uh supply chain issues, yeah. Um stuff is not there. Stuff is not there. Uh, Coyote, uh, one twelve says, if you are having unstable baby mama, putting the school in the custody agreement can help stop them from taking off with the child and alienating you. That's true. Uh, either have your meeting spot or exchange spot at the school. Um, separate from when the mom is there and the dad is there or at the police station, uh, in front of the police, that's the best way to do it. So. Uh, my exchange spot was the school. My exchange spot was the school, uh, which in which the mother would on our exchange day, the mother would drop the kid off. And then uh, at the end of school, I will pick the kid up. So then both of us, there were very rare chances that we were there th- together. Very rare. Uh, younger retired, no cap. I'm gonna build my legacy through sperm break first. I'm sorry. I'm gonna build my legacy through sperm banks. F this game. Even the sperm banks, they getting you, man. They getting you. (laughs) All right. uh, C says, hey, coach, I'm a 21-year-old black lady from London. She's English. Mm. (laughs) Shout out to the English people here. Uh, I want to move to L.A. at 29 or 30. All right. Can I succeed? Uh. She says, can I still succeed? Uh Ma'am, we, we can talk here. Oh, wait, I didn't finish the question here. She says, can I still succeed in finding a husband if I date men who are 60 to 70 years old? I prefer dating interracially. Love the show. I love this question. I, this might, Is this a troll? Is this a troll question? You set me up here, didn't you? Shout out to UC. See? I'm gonna give you the honest answer. Uh, let's see, you're you're you're, you're going to be 29 or 30, and then you're looking to date older men. Um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna just tell you, marriage might not necessarily be on the table. It's gonna depend on what you look like, and if you don't aren't bringing kids. I'm not. I'm assuming you're not bringing kids all the way from here. So it is possible, and you are open to interracial here. Uh, but, you know, being black is going to be tough. I mean, it just depends on who you are. It just depends on who you are. I'm not anything's possible. Is it probable? No, but it could. It, I mean, you never know. It, like, you could be a hot-ass, gorgeous black woman. And then, you know, where do you make these white men buckle? Or you could be a bed witch. I mean, <laughs> it could be a bed witch. I don't know, man. It's a tough one. I need to see feet. I need to see feet pictures. Feet pictures will solve all this. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, black women don't get married in America. That's it. And then interracially black, no, it's slim to none. Height, weight, dress size, and feet. I need feet pictures. That's the only way I can solve this. Feet pictures. I mean, feet pictures are literally going to be able. To, you can tell. You can tell everything about a woman when you see the feet. All right, they can hide everything behind makeup. Let me see them feet. All right, and then when you see them and they big old bare paws, you be like, you ain't got no chance. It's kind of like the Ray Charles when he grabbed the woman's wrist. He shake their hand and grab their wrist. All right, if I see them big old fat padded feet. All right, fat all on top of the foot pump. You know, the pump pump fat squeezing the f- the fat. Or if they super duper cockeyed. <laughs> yeah. They got Raptor claws. You got foot fungus. I can tell everything about a woman. Yeah. Smelling like corn nuts, corns. You know what I'm saying? Bunions. Hey, see, send the feet picture. We'd be able to see it. You'd be able to see it. Yeah. Ray Charles did it with the wrist. Coach does it with the feet. I'll be able to tell if you marriageable. Let me see the feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Anyway. Coach Jr. says, been focusing on everything but these 304s in the building. Shout out to you. Boosted Hat says, uh, my buddy is going to be serving his baby mama papers soon. He has a nice car and other assets that he doesn't want her to have. Should he sell them first? I'm assuming they're married. I'm assuming they're married because you said he's filing papers on his baby mom. I'm assuming that's his wife. Um. He has a nice car and other assets that he doesn't want. He, she won't get the car per se. That'll just be split up, you know, uh, in terms of the the loans. I don't think she'll. The cases where women get some man's car is not. That's only celebrity junk, right? If the now, if the, it depends on who the loan paperwork is in. He might have to sell it. Who knows? He might just be. She might just say that's his car. This was my car type of deal and then they just go off with their cars it's pretty pretty uh pretty low chances that they just make the man give up his car like that if he's the one using it but uh guys what you need to do man is start learning how to hide your assets (laughs) oh man my man says i'm deacon coach what tribe are you (laughs) Uh, yeah shit i am uh I am the slap a whole tribe. No. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. That's an old. I think was that in Living Color that said that? I'm from the slap a whole tribe? Anyway. I just stuff. Let's see here. <laughs> so it says black is not a country. It sure isn't. It's not. I'm like, where do y'all get these guys? I'll, I'll be uh, DG Seymour says, "Real talk, Coach. Kenyans and Nigerians identified by nation or ethnic group, such as Igbo or uh Mas- Masai. Man, Americans don't get it, man. Americans are goofballs. I'm telling you, man. I mean, for us to be at one point the leaders of the world, we are some dumb, strange people. I mean, we think everybody does everything America does." Like Africans running around there trying to distinguish who's black. Everybody's black over there. <laughs> like they looking at you. Yeah, we all black. Like what? The, what, the, what is the percentage of black people in Nigeria? Like they don't even need to distinguish. They have tribes. You know what I mean? They have different type of groups. It's, they don't sit around and be going, we black. Because <laughs> they all black. That's not even a debt set. That's not even a. Middle Eastern not Middle Eastern people don't be sitting around going, oh, you're Indian people do. Indian people be like, you too dark. Armenians don't be over in Armenia going, we white. <laughs> I mean that I wish Americans, you know what Americans need to do? Travel. Americans need to travel. You seriously need to travel. It, it is sickening, the ignorance here in America. It is The, the, uh, the American ignorance is at an all-time sickening high. You guys need to get out of America, bro. Go somewhere else. You guys ain't even left the area where you ain't seen. Like, you live places where there's people 40% black. I mean, that is not America. I mean, that is not, that's like a, that's like a rare place. You guys need to literally get out of America. It's just sickening. It is just, the retardation is, I mean, I hate to be hardcore on you, but you guys look at something through a lens of a very, let me just put it like this. America population wise is small. It's pretty large, but uh, Population-wise, let me look at the rankings of countries. Rankings of countries by population. Let me see if we can pull this up. It says countries in the world by population. Um let's see here. This one says net. Here it is. List of countries and dependency. What? Dependencies by population? Is that going to give me what I want? Here it is. Uh they say number three. It's number three rank. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. It's number three ranked size-wise. Number three ranked size-wise. All right, but but in relationship to the size of the the map per capita per space is pretty small. All right, we're number three ranked size wise. So let me go down here. Let me show the list. Let me show the list. If you took the population of America out of the rest of the world, that's what I want to do. So you got 8 million people. This is what I'd want to do here. You got 8 million people. Take the population of America out of the rest of the world. China, India, then United States. Now take the population of America out of these. Almost 8 million people. You still got 7.7 billion people. 8 billion. 8 billion people. You still have 7.7 billion people. So that's what I'm trying to translate. It's not small, but there's still 7.7 billion people. If you took America out of the population. It's 5% of the world. Thank you. Somebody's doing the math for me. America makes up 5% of the world's people. Oh, here it is right here. Percentage of the world. So uh, let me share the screen. There's the screen I'm looking at. Right here. United States. This is, we're just goofing around now. Because the stream's going to be probably short. America represents 4.2% of the world's people. You guys act like it represents 90. This is what the American mentality is. You guys represent, you guys think America represents 90% of the world. And everybody else don't mean nothing. And that we can apply all of our standards and all of our lifestyles and all of our little cultural issues to the rest of the world. I think it's dumb. Look at China. China's represents 17.8% of the world's population. All right India represents damn near eighteen percent of the world's population America four percent four but everything all of this racial b s all of this deep b s that you guys worry about, but we got the most guns and the most people in prison, the most crackheads, the most divorce. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I just look at it as I don't know what people are thinking here in America. You guys need to get out of America for sure, for some, for some reason. Learn a new culture, learn a new language. Not only that, Americans got to be the dumbest language-wise. We only know English. All these other countries know at least two dialects, four other languages. Y'all know one language, barely that. You can barely speak English. Most people be knowing two and three different languages. I hate to come down in America on this one. But the stuff I hear y'all argue about. When I go to another country, they don't never be arguing about that stuff. <laughs> like they don't never. The USA is not a country. It's a corporation. Yeah. I don't know, man. Shout out to the people that can speak more than one rate, uh, one one language. But yeah, D.G. Seymour is talking about it, man. That when you go to talk to Africans, they never even say they're African. They rarely. The only people they say they're African to is to Americans. <laughs> you know what I mean, they only talk. Only Americans care about Africans. So if I if you talk to a, if you're an American talking to an African, they might say, "Hey, I'm in Africa." They might say that. But if they're in Africa, they probably rarely say, we're in Africa. <laughs> they probably rarely say it. They probably say, where we are, we're in Senegal. We're in Morocco. We're in Egypt. We're in South Africa. We're in Mozambique. We're in Nigeria. We're in Kenya. They, they be at the house already. You know what I mean? I. I it's just a, one of those things. This is why the Afro-American term it's just garbage. Shout out to Martin Luther King, by the way. It's Martin Luther the King Day. Shout out to Martin Luther. And not only do they not say they're African, they probably don't say they're black. I mean, they're like, that is not even a... It's a problem in America because y'all are so obsessed with it. One day you'll go to heaven or you'll go to hell You'll take your dirt nap, and you'll realize how much time you wasted on race. And you you basically wasted your whole life. <laughs> you wasted your whole life on something as inconsequential worldwide as that. I mean, there's other issues I could worry about, but that ain't going to be the one I'm going to be over-consumed with. Shout out to Martin Luther the King. Happy birthday to you, by the way. C says nothing. He gave me the $10, but she did. And I did answer her question. And she says, uh, Oh, I did. Wait a minute. Did she super chat that twice? She did super chat it twice. Hey, she's trying to say, Man, get to my super chat. I got you, C. Uh, Angel Martinez says, Thank you for answering the chat, coach. I'm trying. All right. I'm trying. Thank you, man. Angel. I'm trying to get in there. Uh C J M says, if a Chinese man and a French man do business, they'll speak English. If they don't speak each other's language, English is more so general, uh, more so general at this point. Globally. Yes, it is. the. It's going to be the preferred language. It is the intermediary language. It is the it is the language that everybody speaks. Matter of fact, if you've never seen that, I love Lucy episode. Great episode. If you're an old head like me. And used to watch I Love Lucy uh, reruns on Sunday, Saturday in California. Uh, There's an episode where everybody's sitting They're in France or something like that. And they don't, Lucy doesn't speak the language. She speaks English. But then the prison guard speaks French in English. And then the other person speaks Spanish and French. The shit is hilarious. Right? That's it. I don't know. Other people might have done that skip, but it is hilarious. So they're translating the message three and four times. It is good. It's a good one. All right. But most people will see race in this one. I don't know. Uh, Swing Out Museum says, as they say, the sun never sets on the British Empire. English is the international language. 100%. At one point, England had two-thirds of all the world's land. That will soon be China. But England was the shit back in the day. For, For them to be a small country, they sure did dominate. What is their country size? Where's United Kingdom? Right there, number 21. The United Kingdom's number 21 in population, and they was whipping everybody's ass. I mean, I don't know what the hell they was on. All they had was a navy and some red coats, and they was kicking ass. All right? They was just coming in colonizing every damn thing, all right. But they weren't the only ones. Spain, y'all had y'all run. Spain, France. Now China gonna buy up everything. Mm. China gonna buy up everything. They starting with Africa, right? They buying up all of Africa. Yeah, man. I mean, that's a small landmass, too, bro. They was out there kicking everybody ass for a minute, and then they lost. They lost it. They lost their edge. I don't know. What what, what happened? They got into it with the banks? World, world We're done with the parental alienation topic. We're on to the last Super Chats. Uh, Jim Jackson says, Coach, please do, don't let me catch you at a red light in that 9-11 scrolling through feed pictures while you driving. <sighs> feed pictures. I really don't like the feed pictures, but I will take a look at some if you had some. Yes, sir. I think it was the war between English and England and France. What was the war of uh when English and France was financed by the Rothschilds? I think that did them in. Was that the one? What, what was the war? France and England went in on each other, and the Rothschilds uh uh sponsored both sides of the war. I think that's what did them in. all right they they went bank I think France went bankrupt at that point. And then all of a sudden, was that the war 1812? Was that us? I can't remember. I I did see some things on it. They were never the same after that. The French Indian War, was that one? I can't remember which one it was. Anyway, C says, uh, you said in order to succeed in your 30s, as a woman, you need to date older. So I'm thinking if I'm 29, I can date a man in his 60s or 70s. I'm a six-figure earner, too. Oh, British in L.A. Okay, all right. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. I think you can work your way. It's workable. It's workable. I mean, you're an asset to an older man, for sure, as opposed to a younger man. And if you have the money, you might be able to get into that situation there. There might be a guy, but you guys know, you got you to gotta know. A guy in his 60s, he's not going to be married for the first time. He's probably going to be married the third time. Okay, so you got to deal with that. The war, 1812 was the war with can't. Oh, okay, I'm all mixed up. I'm reading this chat here. But uh, that's what you have to do. I think that's what you have to do. And you can make it work, especially now. Somebody said she capping. All right, uh, Florida Henry, I just flew to Miami on Spirit Airlines and was wondering how we still rule the world. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Rapsky, I mean, just look at America. I mean, y'all, I mean, man, for real, I think America needs some work. I don't think y'all know how bad we are in America. That <laughs> I mean, oh my god. All right, DG says there are some nations in Africa, especially the nations of South Africa, where racists consider, uh, uh, certainly recognize and racism is and have been practiced for a long time. Yes, yeah, South Africa is an anomaly. Right. So they had the situation where, um, you know, they did have the situation where they had apartheid and all of that stuff. And then you had the, you know, I, I did look at a little bit. I can't speak on it, but they do have a race, a class of people, a class issue uh, against some darker skin blacks and lighter skin blacks. They got that. They, they They have what we have here. So South Africa is definitely an anomaly where you can pull that out and go. Is that indicative of the rest of the African nations? Probably not, but it is there. It is there. Is it the Dutch that came in and tore shit up right in South Africa? They came in and tore up mess for a minute. What was the, what was the, the, the uh, belt? Was it the Belgium? What was the Belgium uh ruler that came in and tore up ish? And genocided everybody in Africa.
1: Let me see here.
0: Yeah, it was the Dutch and the British. Uh, King Leopold in, in Belgium. King Leopold. Oh, I heard he was brutal. Where is he at on the uh, list of people here? Over in the Congo? Oh, man, he was tearing up-ish. So they have the Congo in Congo, Right. Leopold was tearing up-ish over there. King Leopold. No bueno. But the Dutch and the English, and they diced all that up. King Leopold was not a good guy. That was in the late 1880s. It says here, establishes Congo Free Nation. Yeah, over there, man. Yeah. So, anyway. Why are we talking about history here? Rams over here getting, the. I told you the Cardinals were going to win. Alvin Otieno. I messed that up. Otieno. Coach, I believe tribes are best for the community, so you can best align yourself with the tribe that moves forward. Example, Kenya has 48 tribes, and they're all probably dark-skinned people. I believe tribal, we should have tribes here in America. I believe we should have tribes. As you guys know, if you took a look at the, just Google the map of uh, Native Americans in America and look how many tribes were in uh, in America. But in America, everybody's supposed to be American. But, uh, you know, we're regional. We're very much a regional country. There's people in the South. There's people in the West, the mountain, Rocky Mountain, the Pacific Northwest, uh, the Midwest, the Bible Belt, the Iron Belt, the Northeast the Atlantic coast. We're pretty much a tribal nation already. And sometimes we will say this person in the Atlantic coast is similar to the Pacific Northwest person. And it's not true. You've gone through two different Americas. So I hate when people say this person in here and this person over here is the same. Hell no. You're not, you're, you're, you're two different types of people. Now you could have, Literally uh, came from one region of the country to the other. Native American tribal map. But even Native American tribes were consistently different. From one region to the other. But everybody's got to link up and be all the same and all that stuff, man. Let me let me put a, a Native American tribal map. And show you how much different everybody. Oh, that's too damn small. That's way too damn small. Come on, man. Google. Anytime I try to look up a Native American tribal map, they never give me no good-ish. They always too damn small. All right, so here we go right here. Let me see if I can make this larger. And so we should go into some (laughs) tribal-ish. Oh, no, hell no. Why they do me that? That's messed up. I can't find a good map. All right, here's a map. All right, here, here's the map. I'm the map. Shout out the door to door the Explorer. Let's see if I can make this larger. Oh, damn, except the cookies. Except the cookies. We're just BSing, by the way. Y'all can leave the show if you don't want to be no disinformation. We're just BSing here. The podcast people are like, man, what the hell is this? We can't see nothing you talking about. I can't find one good. Native American map. They done wiped out the maps now. They done wiped out the people and now they wiping out the map. Oh, I got a good one now. I finally got one. Here it is. Here's a map of all the Native American tribes. Now, this is what I'm trying to envision here. I know this is tough for people to get. Here's a map of all the Native American tribes. Now, all of these tribes were kind of different. You know what I mean? They Some beefed with others some scalped others some had packs or treaties with the other treaties some were chiefs and they had chiefs and little chieftains can y'all see this map this is the native american alleged native american map oh why they won't scroll over all right anyway As you can see, most of these people had their specific tribes, you know what I mean? And they had their own rules and constructs and all of these things. Um, Some people warred with each other. They had wars. They weren't just sitting over here smoking a peace pipe, and then the Europeans came. They weren't just living off the fat of the land, and then the Europeans came like, Oh, what? Oh, you want the land? No, that didn't happen. That's what you're told in a very biased approach to history. Like these are the innocent people over here and the the Europeans are the guilty people. (laughs) Like these people were doing nothing but just chilling, watching the river run. Naming children, procreating. Not tearing up ish. (laughs) The slap a whole tribe is not on here. That's my tribe. Uh, These people were doing their dirt. They were doing dirt. They were taking land and spaces. They had their own little territories. If somebody came over and encroached, they tore up other people. (laughs) You know what I mean? They had beefs. But they had these little tribes. For instance, the Chumash people, the Chumash people right here in this area of western Los Angeles, they were different than the Mobile people here in Alabama. They were different than the, um, they were different or they considered themselves different from the Seminole people over here in Florida. They were different. They they weren't the same. In essence, what I'm saying is, if you grew up over here, just because you were Native American don't mean you're the same people over here. The Biloxi tribe in Mississippi and the Tupelo tribe, the Tupaso tribe. you're, You're not the same people and they never saw each other as the same. You know why? Because they were all here. You know what I mean? There was no like, you were white, you were European, you're this Indian, you're dark Indian, you're light Indian. They were just their tribe. They were just their tribe. And we've lost that. We basically took this whole map. Everybody's the same. Yeah, they had different ways they ate. They had different languages. They had different dialects of different languages. They had different ways they saw things. They had different experiences. But what we do is, if you're black and you're from here, you're the same as this black over here. I don't think, I don't think so. I, I, I have a hard time agreeing with that, by the way, because look, the way I talk is way different than the people talk in Louisiana, way different. They're way different. Matter of fact, they, the people in the Geechee people over in Florida, if they start talking, I don't know what the hell they talking about. Matter of fact, if you take music and dice it up, the music and the sound sounds different. It's different. The people in the South's music and what they listen to is different than the people in Chicago. And the people in the Pacific Northwest, their music going to sound different than the people in Texas. And so I think the best thing we need to do is go back to tribalism and go back to not lumping everybody in one group. I think that's a fail because if I go to this area, to this area, and I go to the people in the Winnebago area, and I come from the Chumash people. I'm going to go over there, and these people are going to be different as hell. Geechee is more the Carolinas. I'll say the Geechees are more the Carolinas. All right. um, Yeah, man. It's different. We're all different, man. And it's a failed ideal to just be like black, white. You know what I mean? I just think it's failed. Even white people. Take white people from Seattle. They way different than white people in Arkansas. Slightly, though. Slightly. (laughs) Oh, man. Slightly. But you know what I mean? Like, we're all kind of different. You take people in New Mexico, they're completely different from people in Michigan. And typically, people will say that. No, we ain't like them people in Michigan. But I think one time we just take all of these black people, especially like a Philadelphia black person. A Philadelphia black person, even a Philadelphia white person is going to be different than a Boston white person or a boston black person. And just because you have your way of doing things is not the way I do things. I look at the world completely different and it should be okay. But we 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 I think you waste way too much time trying to lump everybody together and stick with just black, white, mexican. <laughs> it's 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 any way it is. But you can stay black, uh, but when your ass get choked out, I'm still ask for your criminal record. <laughs> I don't care what color you are. Let me see his cr- criminal record. And don't be mad when I ask for your criminal record and I go, that's why you got choked out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh man. And when I see the video, Oh, he bucking. Oh, don't, don't ask me to get mad for you. All right. <laughs> I know, man. All right, anyway, people hate me when I talk about stuff like this because I look at it I look at it messed up different. It's really messed up the way I do it because I think we're all messed up. Jim Jackson says we should take a moment to acknowledge the great Martin Luther King's pimp game. He had his way with the 304s and still kept his family intact. Hashtag the Hope Agent Strategy. Shout out to him. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. You know, he was a peach, he was a preacher. So you know he was dabbling. I heard he liked them. uh, He liked them light skinned and them white girls. That's alleged though. Uh, C says, "How do I get a one on one coach from you, Coach Greg? I want to give you all the give me all of the advice." I heard it's much different from London. Same thing, man. Europe is different than California, man, or the West Coast or America in general. Uh, uh, Go on, clarity. There's a link that says private coaching. Go down there see and then we'll do it. But we'll, we'll we'll set it up one on one. Me and you out in London. Swing out museum. Nigerians have over 300 ethnic tribes. It's a big mess. <sighs> yeah, man. And then you come over from America. Hey, my black people. Hey everybody. And then you they over there looking at you like this. Nigerians like, "Damn, what tribe are you from?" And be like, "One of these dumbass Americans. Let's run a scam on his ass." "Hey, come on over here. Yes, so welcome over here. Yeah, come on over here. You got to go there. You yeah, come on over here. You can go. I can't even do a Nigerian accent." <laughs> you be coming over my people. Oh my god. You know how them brothers go to Africa and they start crying. "It's <laughs> my land. I feel so connected." I feel connected. Y'all, my people, give me me a hug. Oh my God. We're going to give y'all running water too. We're going to give y'all water. We're going to send money over here. I'm going to start buying up real estate and property. Oh my God. I feel like, oh my God. They took us from the slave trade. They took us in all the boats. How do we fit in there, Lord? Uh, (laughs) They be looking at you like this. Oh man, y'all could really it to Africa. They, I don't think they care that much. <laughs> like, bring your ass over here, and we'll get your ass too. <laughs> right? They gonna sell you some feet pictures when you get over there. You be like, I talked to you before. Mandy, is that you? Oh, it did not me. It's not me, and my name is not Mandy. You know, a lot of them girls they contact them off Tinder. They in Nigeria too, so. Oh, am I shuffling now? Hold on for a second. I am shuffling. But I'm making fun of the situation because y'all y'all think y'all gonna go over there and y'all gonna be,
1: oh, hell, oh, brother. I can do some shuffling, too. Look oh, out, man, what you what gonna, gonna do? out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. <laughs> oh,
0: goodness. They go over there with, like, What's that dude's name? Lewis Gates. Lewis Gates. Y'all go over there tracing your ancestries. Y'all be standing on the Ivory Coast. Yeah, man. The ships rolled in right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, they rolled in. Uh, how did they get on the ships? Oh, you guys were prisoners. We sold you to them. Oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean they didn't come in with guns and scrape us up with nets? No, you guys were the people they wanted to get rid of in a tribal war. And so they sold you to the Europeans like they did for the previous 1,000 years, like they sold them to the Middle Easterns. But you just went that way, allegedly. And you mixed in with the black people that were already there. Mm. Um. <laughs> we come from the criminals like the Australians. <laughs> oh, man, the pro blacks are mad now. This is not true. We were just minding our own business, living off the fat of the land, honoring the laws of nature, protecting our household, living in polyamorous societies, living in patriarchal societies. And then they came in with guns, whips, chains, (laughs) you know what I mean? History is literally the most absurd because you get one side I think Angry Man was talking about this. You get one side where the person is completely innocent and doing nothing, and then the other side is, ah, here come the barbarians. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe none of that. Like, I want the real story. What happened? I want the the real story. You guys were the criminals. You guys were the the spoils of war. You were the people who lost a tribal war. They sold you over there, allegedly. I mean, even that story is far-fetched, where they just shipped everybody over there. And when we outnumbered everybody 10 to 1, can we get the real story? This is just ridiculous. That story is not even feasible. Like, make that make sense. I want the real story, but somebody says Nigerian has 300 ethnic tribes. Hey, we have the same thing here, by the way. They're called gangs, and they're called groups of people. We we have that too, for instance. If I if I went if I went to Chicago, let's just put it like this. If I went to Chicago and I walked in, hey everybody, I'm from California, I'm black, and I walked in the south side of Chicago. Welcome me with open arms. I'm one of your people. What do you think would happen? The vice lords, the gangster disciples, Chief Keith, uh, Bobby Schmurter, whoever the hell else, the G unit. Everybody else, they would probably see my ass and tear me the hell up. (laughs) It would be be foolish for me to walk into Chicago and say, here I am, my people. Mm. That's how I look at it like when you go to Africa. It's the same thing because you think the African people going to welcome your ass back. You can't even walk to another city and do that. I go to Baltimore. Hey, everybody, I'm here. My people, my Baltimorean people. Shout out to you guys. 58% of the damn city, you're going to welcome me with open arms. Guess what's about to happen? <laughs> I'm going to get my ass torn up, but you guys don't think that's going to happen when you go over there. You think you can just walk out there with open arms as soon as you hop off the plane? <laughs> you wouldn't even do that here. You wouldn't even do that in American cities. But you're going to take your ass all the way over to some African nation, and then they're going to welcome your ass with open arms. I'm just saying, man. Just think about it. <laughs> you go to Los Angeles. Hey, y'all. I'm from South Carolina. Welcome me with open arms. We look the same. Hey, we share the same meat soup. Treat me well. Nope. Mm. Somebody just go be like, gang, gang in the building. It's going to be over. It's going to be a wrap. So I want you guys to put your mindset in this. My man, John, just Bob Bowman. Can I tell? Can I trade from the ghetto tribe to the calm, free thinking, unique black tribe? Yes, you can. You got to literally, you got to literally excommunicate yourself from your tribe. You got to go, man. You got to go to the free thinking tribe over here. All right. If you want to go to the oppressed tribe, the self oppressed tribe, the, the self inflicted gunshot wound tribe, stay in the ghetto tribe. Hi, right, Bramble Bush, what's up, coach? Check out uh, GMOG Media TV new video he just posted from a six-bedroom house to a one-bedroom apartment after the divorce. He down bad. Oh, boy, he's feeling the pain, man. I came to feel bring the pain. Oh, yeah, we have tribalism here for the most part. You got to excommunicate yourself, though. You literally do, man, and it's a process because you'll listen to it. You'll hear the same argument for 40 years. I'm gonna pull that up. I saved it to my watch later. Thank you for that one. It's a mindset. They, they won't let you leave. You'll be like, I, I wanna leave. I wanna excommunicate myself from this. You can't leave, you sell out tap dancing ass. I'll be like, damn. <laughs> like, okay, I won't vote for Joe Biden. I'll be surely out of the tribe then. I vote for not Joe Biden. Yo ass, you ain't going to leave. You sell out, Uncle Tom. We're going to keep you in so we can call your names. God damn, man. I'm trying to get out of this damn thing. We're not even going to put you in the black manosphere. We're going to leave you out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank God. Leave me out. Leave me out. Oh, you want to be out? We're going to keep your ass in. You in a black manosphere. Oh, damn, man. Like you literally can't turn your card in like this but they can take your card away. We taking your card. All right, I gave my card up. No, you can't give it up. Keep the damn card. (laughs) You're like, wait a minute. Here it is. I don't want it no more. You can't give it away. You black. Okay, I'll take it back then. No, you sell out Uncle Tom ass. You shuffling ass.
1: I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. man, What you you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm
0: trying to figure it out. All right, anyway. (laughs) When somebody figures out how that works, let me know. All right, I've been trying to do it for, for some 30-some odd years already. I was like, maybe I'll marry a white woman. And then I'll marry a white woman. Oh, he's out. Look at him. You married a white woman. Oh, look at him. All right. <laughs> Good. I'm out. Damn. Thank God. Then every time I go out, oh, why you didn't oh you need to marry a black woman? Wait, but already I'm out already. Why? I tried everything, vote for Trump, marry a white woman, move to a white state. I still get put in. Like, how the hell? Can I give the card away or not? No. Okay, I'll keep it. No benefits to it, though. Mm. (laughs) People, I love triggering people on this topic. I love triggering people. Just wait till the cops get the hold of you. They're going to choke you out. Then you'll get your Negro wake-up call. So I got to wait for the police to choke me out to get my wake-up call what else do i gotta get ready for evictions uh what else the welfare what am i what else do i need to wait for to get my (laughs) wake-up call oh one day you're gonna try to move into a neighborhood ain't gonna let you move into okay i've been here for like what is the benefit card and when does the wake-up call happen your kid's gonna be called the n-word and not admitted to college like what And what do I get with this membership? Somebody tell me. Hey, 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 Umar. Is is Dr. Umar, hey, somebody at Dr. Umar Johnson. I know he's listening. What the, what the hell do I get with this membership card? I walk around with this black card. Y'all keep taking away with me at will, and I keep asking for it back, or I keep telling you not to give it back. You keep shoving it down my wallet. Now what else do I get? I get to say the N word. I don't say the N word. What else do I get? <laughs> I get to wait for my wake up call. I get a six hundred. I need. I need a two. I get a two hundred and sixty pound white woman at will, and I get two hundred and sixty pound black women too. Any race of women, I get them at two sixty. That's a that's a definite benefit. What else do I get? I don't get child support. What do I get? Somebody please. I get the tap dance. I'm still trying to figure out what the benefits are. I get to walk with a limp. I get to put some pep in my step, some slide in my glide. I'm trying to figure it out. Like I don't want the other stuff. I don't want access to the other stuff. So I, I'm I'm favor of breaking up in tribes. I'm, I'm it, this a breakup? I get to be funny. I get to be on YouTube. Maybe I get to be on YouTube. I get to get shot by my own people. I'm I'm trying to figure. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I get to show up in Baltimore. Here I am. All you guys except me. I bet you if I wa- listen, if I walk the streets in Philadelphia right now, if I went to Philadelphia and I went to one of those umar johnson conventions i bet you they would look me up and down left and right as soon as i walked in the building i want you to think about it because look at like me if i walked into philadelphia a umar johnson conversation where does uh dr uh boyce live dr boyce watkins where does he live baltimore or something they will look at me like This is how they will look at me. Hold on for a second. Where's my picture? Because I've done it.
1: Let's see here. I will walk in. Hello,
0: everybody. How's everyone's day? (laughs) Oh, Boyce Walkers in Chicago. Hi, everyone. Let's talk about some issues today. Thank you for welcoming me. me. I'm from Southern California, the Valley. They will look at me just like this here. Man, who in the hell do you think you are? (laughs) And trust me, this is what the women look at. When I walk in a community like this, this is how the women look at me. (laughs) They would be looking like, this Negro think he's somebody. I be like, "Hello, my people. Oh my God! I'm look, my queens. Hey, ladies, queens in here. Hey, my queens. I know my queens are watching. What do you think about a guy like me? <laughs> what do you think about a guy like me, sisters, sisters, sisters under the age of thirty? I'm not talking about the old sisters. You you don't get to evaluate. Hey, sisters, sister, you been on.
1: Oh my mind.
0: Cause I don't talk with all of that, you know, uh spoken word, oh, you know, in the Erica Badu shit. You know what I mean? I'm gonna just come in t-shirt and shorts. Hey sisters, you see me out here, five foot seven, five foot eight, five foot nine, you know, depending on how the wind's blowing. <laughs> all right, little muscular, you know what I mean. Gray beard, like, what would y'all say? soon as I walked in, these people would be like, Hell no! I don't have, I'm not gonna wear any drip, no drip. I'm not gonna have no drip, no swag, no nothing. I'm gonna say, Hi, hi, ladies, how are you? My name is Coach Greg Adams. Pleasure to meet you. They ain't gonna be like, Look at this lame sucker. I want you to, where's the sisters at? There's a couple of sister fans that we have in here. I'm not going to crip walk. I'm not going to uh, do the stanky leg or the electric stride. Hey, okay, this is what I would do. This is what I would do. I would go in. I would go in like this. I would go in and I, you know, I would wait till y'all do the step in the name of love. I would go in and do the electric slide and I would mess it up. <laughs> I would mess it up. I'll be like, wait. And every time y'all turn left, I'm gonna turn right. Every time y'all do the step to the left, step to the right. Now clap your hands. I'm gonna be off like two beats. Oh. Step to the Oh wait, step I'm gonna mess it up. To Cupid, I'm gonna mess it up every time. What would y'all think, sisters? What do y'all think? But what are y'all going to give me some love or what? <laughs> Somebody said such a troll. I'm just asking. They literally will kick me out of that establishment. They'd be like And then I'll be on the side I'll be I'll si- be on the side of the wall holding my drink like this. <laughs> They'd be like this dude ain't from here, huh? Get him out of here get robbed right away. They will rob me out there. They'd be, the, they be waiting outside. Three sisters looking like Queen Latifah and set it off outside ready to rob me. They take off their wigs with their Allen Iverson braids underneath. Underneath They'd be out there ready to rob me. They'd be like, he drove in in the Porsche. Let's go ahead and rob his ass. <laughs> sisters, what would y'all do? Sisters, hey, let me know. Because they're always worried about me not liking them. I guarantee you 90% of them don't like me they would be they when i go to the hood they get i gets no love in the hood none you know how somebody look you up and down they be look i go to the barbecue rib joint oh my god they have ribs here the good kind uh I'll take some sausage. Can you put it, make it extra soppy so I can give me some of that white Wonder Bread so I can sop up some of that extra lard and barbecue sauce, y'all? Put in there. Hey, give me a whole thing of ribs. I've been waiting to eat ribs. I've been tired of eating ribs at uh, Lucille's. I'm in the hood rib joint. Happy all outside with my vlog camera. I'm in the hood eating hood barbecue, (laughs) y'all. Clack, clack clack pat 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 pat, 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 pat. <laughs> They literally be like, "Bro, this dude ain't from here, is it?" I'd be like, "Can y'all play some of that hip hop while I li- listen to my oh, This is some great stuff." Ooh. These sausages are extra spicy out here. What? Where do you get this meat from? <laughs> is this meat Grade A beef, or what kind of what kind of meat is this? Where y'all get this wine from? They would be like, Man, let's go in and get this dude right now. <laughs> they would call up dudes. They be like, Hey man, y'all got an easy one right out here. They got an easy one. They would call up five hood dudes coming around the corner. In the hood, Inglewood represent Cuz Blood in the building. Shout out to the West Coast, Siders. <laughs> they be like, "App, we about to get this dude. East side till I die. Shout out to the blood in the car here. This Hoover Crip gang in the building. Can I claim bang? I roll up with a blue bandana, all blue. Come out with some bands on. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Represent Cud. <laughs> man, don't be serious out here I mean, don't be so serious out here, blood Yo, where's all the bloods at, man Yo, I'm here Represent I've been waiting to see my people, man I claim blood in Orange County, Newport Beach All the bloods roll with me, man Hey, man, let's get together, man, and cipher Step into the cipher <laughs> What would happen? What do you think would happen? Will, I, will y'all accept me? No. If I go to Chicago, all right, Gates the disciples in the house. Shout out to BGD in the building. Yeah, man. Gates the disciples in the house. I throw my hat on. Yo, man, accept me in here. Where's little homicide at? Represent. Guess what happened? Gates the disciple Vice Lord's roll up on me real fast. You ain't from here, are you? All right, anyway, it's a tribal thing. It's a tribal thing. Shout out to D. Cole. Oh, wait a minute. Galloway says, off subject. I'm married. Give me the buzzer. Mm. Yeah, you're done. You're done. D. Cole, shout out to you. Swing out museum. I'm from the tribe of Oak Cliff, Dallas, Texas in the house. Yes, man, you live in rough. By the way, man, Lee Harvey Oswald used to live in Oak Cliff. Edmund Dante says, my buddy, who went through a divorce has to pay child support. The courts told his baby mom, even though she told them they didn't want anything, it's not your decision, it's ours. She makes three times more than him. So she must've got more custody. She must've got more custody. All right, so in that situation, yeah, the courts can get, you guys know why they do that. The courts get federal matching funds and they get interest paid on child support. So they talked her into it. And she could have talked herself out of that. All right, but she did it. Grant says, anyway, uh, did you notice anyone staring, treating you different when you were with your ex-wife? Love the content. Not so much. We were mostly in New York, California. Most people accepted me. I didn't get many people different. Like some of the things y'all uh experience, I don't experience it. I mean, when I dated, not when I was married, but when I dated, and I lived in do I lived in Utah, right, with my wife, black, black guy, white wife. I didn't get no problems in Utah. The Mormon people would come to my door, and if my wife answered it, they start preaching to her. If I answered the door, they run. So that was the only difference that I could say straight up. Most people were cool as hell about it. Moron says this is going to be a short stream. Mm. All right, I swear to God now. All right, ju- just Bob Bowman from the hood, but the women don't want me. It's the plight of the hood. They they literally uh, uh the hood syndrome is this. For a long time, they got to cordon off men as you're later. Right. And then those men started getting attention from other ethnicities of women and or saying that they're not gonna date them. And that's why they're mad. All right. So that those men that they cordon off as you'll be good for later if my, you know, I run out of options, if I need a cleanup man, those men aren't there anymore not not as not at the rate that they need them this is why they're mad like the whole fresh and fit debacle where they say they hate black women i'm gonna ask y'all what black women would date fresh or fit i can't imagine a great percentage of black women that would date a guy like fresh or fit i mean so let's put that into the equation they literally would not date a guy like that so why are they worried about it i mean all right. Uh shout out to Angel Martinez. Uh he says this is comedy gold today. Indeed. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that, man. I tried to All right. I tried to I tried to help. He says Newski says the community argues about who city is the murder capital. Give them the buzzer. Mm. Like that's they claim to fame, man. I grew up in New Orleans, man, when it was the murder capital of the damn nation. You supposed to get stripes for that. I grew up in Baltimore when Tupac was there and they was killing everybody. I saw murders every day growing up. I went to sleep to bullet, bullet shots. I'm not from your tribe. I'm not from your tribe. I grew, I went to sleep to gunshots and helicopters and the dirty bird. But it's not what the ghetto bird, the ghetto bird flew over. And I went to sleep to the, to the, to the lights of the ghetto bird. Yeah, we ain't from the same tribe. All right, I'm just saying I ain't going for that. We ain't the same people then, right? When I grew up in L.A., I grew up when the Crips and Bloods was coming up during the crack times, and I literally did. Fifth grade, some dude came up to me, are you a blood or a cuz? I was like, what? <laughs> mm. Are you a blood or a cuz? He said a blood or a cuz. I was like, I'm in the fifth grade. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I live in Hawthorne, on the good side of Hawthorne. <laughs> Back then, it was the beach boy side of Hawthorne and then the not so beach boy side of Hawthorne. Like the Hawthorne connected to El Segundo. And then there was the Hawthorne connected to Lennox and Inglewood. So they're asking me if I'm a blood or a cuz. I was like, what? Do you like red or blue? Blue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, cuz, yeah, cuz, yeah. You from us, cuz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like blue. Okay. I was, like, confused as hell. Then I was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. Then I found out years later, Crip Games hated each other. Oh, I was really confused then. I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. These two wear blue and they don't like each other? I'm I messed up. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. I thought it was the red versus the black. I mean, the blue. Then they were like, black's a gang color. Then they were like, purple's a gang color. Wait, who wears purple? Are they Crip or blood? Because it's a combination of the two. Oh that's grape street. Oh niggas okay. They're purple. Got it. Okay, so no purple, no red, no blue. All right, we're good. and no black either. That's gang too. Okay. Then they were like no no um green. Who's green? <laughs> Who's the green gang? Lime street. Got it. All right, there's a grape and a lime street. Okay, no green, no purple, no red, no blue. No black, got it. <laughs> shit, oh, you'd be like, holy shit! You couldn't wear no baseball cap back then, none. You couldn't wear the Houston Astro cap, the Seattle Mariners cap, the the um the Raiders cap, the L.A. Kings cap. You couldn't wear no baseball cap. They claimed them all. You was like, oh man, my favorite team is the Houston Astros. Look at him, he's a Hoover Crip. Wait, my hold up, wait, what? You couldn't wear a San Francisco Giants hat. You couldn't wear no hat. That was like, God dang, bro. You had a White Sox hat with the Sox script. You could literally wear no hat. No blue hat, no red hat. You were sitting there like, okay, I'll go out in pink and orange. And even orange was like a a set. Because that was a blood. It was like a Swan family. Oh, shit. Okay. They're black and orange, right? Okay, good. No, they're bloods. They're red. Okay, hold on for that. second. Mm. So they're, they're black, orange, and red. They're black, orange, and red. <laughs> mm. I went to high school like that. Woke up every day like, what colors are not going to get me shot today? You guys wonder where, why I moved, my mother moved me from that to the suburbs. If you ever want to know why my mother moved me to the suburbs, it was that. Somebody says, at that point, just move. My mother was like, this is too much. That was my whole ninth. That was fifth through ninth grade for me. I was like, (laughs) scared to go to school, walking outside. Like, I like the Green Bay Packers. You can't wear that jacket. What? It was a mess, bro. That was the best That That was the crazy days of Los Angeles, man. Yeah, the Hoover Crips was blue and orange. They had that blue and orange logo. Then the Swan families. Then they had the, oh, the San Diego Padre hat was a blood gang. The San Diego Padre hat, the brown and the yellow one, that was a blood gang. It was brown and yellow, but it was a blood hat. It was They were the red team. Yeah, it was a traumatizing issue. <laughs> it was a traumatizing time. You literally was like, I can't wear nothing. LA backed on this BS. It's on IG. It's craziness. Yeah, the colorless. Your color- so y'all worried about black and white. When you're around black people, you worried about colors of clothes. It's like when you're around your own people, like, okay, I'm around black people. Everything's good here. Oh, I can't wear this color of clothes. Got it. You can't wear your hat cocked to one side or the the points of the stars make you a separate black person. They'd be like, oh, this is the five-point star side and this is the six-point star. Oh. Five? <laughs> you wear your hat cocked to the left? Yeah, you can't wear your hat cocked to the left. Gotta cock your hat to the right. Got it cock hat to write. this is what you deal with man did you guys wonder why people go through some crazy stuff uh newsky says the community argues about who city is the myrtle capital for sure oh man and if flat earther says research the flat earth yet nasa war document shout out to you man all right man enough of the bs we bs today he says, your T-shirt pocket on the wrong side. I'm telling you, man. And then don't throw the Mexican gangs in there. Like, then you throw the Mexican gangs in there, and you're like, oh, damn. Thress ain't anything. Oh, hell no. Back at Hawthorne, you had the Mexican gangs, Lennox. Then you, Teppa, that was the Texas Ranger hat. That was the Mexican gang. Uh, then you had, um, or that was the Tongan Crip gang. So that was like, then you had the Tongans and the Samoans. They had gangs. Some of them were Bloods. Some of them were Crips. Then you had the Black Gangs, which are, you had dozens and dozens of sets. Dozens and dozens. You couldn't even keep up. The Nutty Blocks didn't get along with the 6 O's. Or you would just be like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, it's crazy, bro. You throw all of that in into one neighborhood, it's a mess. Yeah, the Latin key. Oh man, it it was just like man. So people that tell me to uh, go back to the community, that's what I'm going back to. That's what you go back to. You be like, okay, I'll go back with my people, and then you jump in there, and it's gang stuff, and it's crazy. So anyway, man, it was crazy. There was no diverse gangs. There were some gangs that were mixed up, but a lot of gangs, yeah, they were. You know, they were kind of drawn along racial lines and all that stuff. It was a mess, man. I grew up in that, that my early, early childhood. And then my mom said, you go on to the suburbs. Then I clenched my ass cheats tight. I've cleaned up my E's and my R's. <laughs> I'll just be fucking with y'all, man. Messing with y'all. Anyway, man, I'm out of here, brothers. Shout out to you, brothers, man. I'm going to the junior college. Peace.